This is How to Product. We make the mistakes. So you don't have to. I'm Strami. I'm Tal. And I'm Nick. And today, we continue our season on what makes products great. Hurrah! Yeah. I've been told I should actually stop cheering. I, I was kind of wait, right waiting for it oh, this good. time. So good. Thank Thanks, you. Nick. I appreciate Wonderful. it. So today, we're going to talk about another thing that makes products great, which is that great products are exceptional in some way. That is, they do something better than anyone else does. And to explain this a bit more, we will turn to our most exceptional cast member, Tall. <laughs> oh yeah, really, there, there's not a huge number to pick from here, so uh, You I'll, are I'll definitely our most uh, exceptional cast member. Uh, thanks, thanks. So let's say you're uh, starting off here. You've come in as a PM, you're super excited. You inherit a roadmap, because the company already exists. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know user pain points, you've done your user research. Mm-hmm. And now you just Sounds have this- Sounds like you've been listening. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, I've been listening to this podcast. I'm excited to solve real user problems. Uh, now I've got this huge list of all of these pain points, and I'm just going to keep working through it one by one uh, and iteratively addressing each one. Uh, and I know what I want to improve. I've got it ready to go. You know what all the problems are. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've done my, my yeah, user research. Right. I've talked to the users. Um, and if, once I'm done with this, it can be very tempting to say, cool, I had my list. I had my problems. I built the pro- solved the problems. Cool. We're done. Like, let, let's, let's go for it. Um, but we, we, you really, what we want to talk about here is that you really need to make sure that as part of that, you're prioritizing a hero feature and something that really is that exceptional thing that Nick mentioned before that will wow people so that you really stand out against all of your competitors and just give, generate excitement when your users are actually using your product. So these things, though, to caveat this, can be really risky. And one of the reasons that this is really hard mm-hmm. is you've done your user research, you have that list. Yeah. Super easy to go down the list. Mm-hmm. But identifying And it also these, can seem pretty urgent because they're actual problems that users are facing. Yeah, they right told now. you about yeah, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you talk to your users. And they, and they probably have like real benefits to the business, uh, yep. short yeah. term, even longer right. term. But just doing that isn't enough. And you really need that sort of wow factor in there uh, so that you can actually transform the experience for, for the users. So let's say, just to give a concrete example here, that you're trying to make a new email client. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what would you actually include? Right. We know some things that email clients need to have. Like being able to send emails. It's good to receive some too. Receive, receive emails. emails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I, I ideally want both. Um, but beyond that, sort of what do, you, what do you do? Bulk editing. Bulk editing. Yes. Why bulk editing? Because what if I want to be able to send 30 emails to all my friends for a birthday party with, I don't know, like specialized names or something? Mm-hmm. Or maybe I want to categorize everything not quite sure what you mean by bulk editing but i'm I'm dreaming up the (laughs) feature as we go uh you know maybe maybe i want to you know mark them all as uh like things to deal with in two years so the point is that bulk editing is will almost always be a useful feature that some users will really appreciate Mm -hmm. this sounds like a product principle and very few users will love you know, mm-hmm. it's like not going to make... You, you don't know, love bulk editing, Nick? No, I mean, sometimes I do, actually, when it's, a, when it's a big pain point. So that might be too harsh of a thing, but it's not something that's really going to wow users and really yeah. make them take notice and make the product feel continuously fresh and new. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say, I mean, I think it very clearly falls into that category of making things incrementally better. Right. It is a real pain point. It yep. does make things noticeably better. Yeah. Yep. But it's not going to be the reason that someone chooses your your product or the key differentiator for your Mm -hmm. product over competitors and and the challenge here is like most successful products probably had something like a hero feature in the early days but that 
advantage has probably eroded over time. Yep. And so for a more real email experience, like example, the original feature of Gmail where you could have, you could store as much, uh, basically uh, effectively unlimited email storage, that was uh, very much a hero feature at the time compared to the com- competition. But uh, at this point, every email client uh, webmail is going to have effectively un- <clears throat> unlimited storage. Mm-hmm. And I think that the big thing to note there is the hero feature is not only that sort of wow aspect and wow concept, but it also serves as that one feature that will feature quite prominently across the board for every press piece or everything that you put out. And it's sort of that, that sound bite for why should, why should we use this product? Oh, because it has yeah. free unlimited storage. Uh, and that, that's a nice convincing aspect for people to sort of grab onto. And I think we, we spent some time talking about this, and I think this actually goes a little bit yeah. back to, to both, both of your points around the joys of bulk editing. But one key difference Ooh. with a hero feature that, that, is... That, that sounds like it could be like a PM memoir or something. <laughs> <laughs> is that the title of your memoir no, there, Nick? hopefully not. <laughs> um, the key piece here is that a hero feature needs to be a feature for everyone in your user base and not a power user feature needs to be something that sort of 90% yeah. of your users mm. are going to mm-hmm. jump into and be excited about. Mm-hmm. It can't be that Nick-only feature of bulk editing uh, across the board. Yeah. Uh, and, and one reason for this is because the hero feature is going to be the type of thing that lends itself well to a soundbite where you yep. you know are describing this to your friend, you're describing the app or the product to your friend, and you need to be able to succinctly describe it. Often what comes out are these hero features. Yeah. And I think um, one thing to keep in mind as you know, you're working down that list of all the features your user asked for, right? You're in the trenches, you're trying to get out the door, or you maybe have a deadline for when you're trying to launch your, your product, is that this hero feature is so important that you need to make sure that you're not cutting the scope at the cost of a hero feature yes. to get out the door. Yes. And this is a mistake I've almost made many times that people have saved me from yeah Hurrah. cut 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 but don't cut that last yes hero feature and it's so tempting to because usually it's that hardest one to do and it's that risky one that you're not sure if it's yeah. going to be exactly the right thing or not yeah so so just something i've been thinking about these the hero feature concept that we've been mm-hmm. discussing is how it relates to the first episode we had this season about solving a real user problem yep because as Tal mentioned, when she was the good PM working down that list, she was solving real user problems. Yeah, a lot of them. I had a list. Yeah, and it's not that the hero feature is solving a different type of user problem. It's the mm-hmm. same user problems that are always there. It's rather the how you go mm-hmm. about solving it. Mm-hmm. You're solving it in a way that is like super surprising and new that no one else has done before. That's really gonna. I think w- I think you had a great great phrase for for just how new it is. Uh. I do not remember what you were talking no, about at all. No, 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 Nick. I, I do not remember that. <laughs> yeah, so okay, before the show, I said that we really need to have a hero feature is one that really wows the shit out of your users. Yeah. So, you seem so bashful saying I that. I am. I'm blushing really hard. I know Aww. one sees that. Uh, but that's the, that, that's the idea, though. Is Just that wait you, for season four. You have It'll this list everywhere. of problems, and <laughs> you need to kind of find the ones that are really common because you write, you don't want to mm-hmm. be on the power user only type of yep. feature you're solving. And you need to kind of intersect that with what can we just do in like an extraordinary way that's really cool and impressive and game changing, mm-hmm. right? Like, so I mean, how else would you approach this? Like, what to actually do for your hero features? Yeah, so I think 
there's a number of different ways. Uh, I think one thing that can always be helpful is to, to look at your strengths and not necessarily yeah, like you the, personally, the but company strengths. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're, you know, most of the time you might be working for uh, a company that has an existing product out there, existing mm -hmm. features. What are the, what are the assets of that company? What do they do well? What do they do poorly? Uh, playing to strengths is not, uh, not a bad thing. Yeah, and, and we spent some time talking about this before, but you'll see companies do this repeatedly. Yes. I think Google is a prime example Add of this. Add search to everything. Yes, we talked <laughs> about- Add unlimited storage to everything. Yep, and I mean, we talked about this, there's Gmail, unlimited yep. storage, and then search it all. Uh, more recently, Google Photos. Drive. Drive, unlimited storage, 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 and then search it all. Yep. Uh, definitely leaning into their strength, and yep. Google is the company that, that does right. search. Right, that, that's very true. Um, I mean, other things your company could have too are like you know certain data sets, mm -hmm. other products you mm -hmm. could integrate with, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, and expertise like a combination of hardware and software. Apple, right? Yeah, or be in a position that they have a strategic advantage, whether it's using their existing reach, you know, Facebook and Instagram, adding stories, mm -hmm. right? Um, leveraging their existing user base. That's more like a strategy thing for being successful. Didn't really make the feature itself. Better, or did it because well, of like, it, the network effects? It gave of, a built-in audience yeah. right out of the gate in a way that other competitors struggled yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, I think you, maybe, yeah, you're right. So if you think about Gmail, the next few hero features, uh, and we're probably missing some here, but then after that unlimited storage were things like smart tabs and different inboxes that help automatically yeah. sort uh, content uh, things like smart replies. Were, were those actually called smart tabs? Has every I, feature just been called smart something? I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of companies uh, like just to just tabs, call things smart. They seem smart to me. Yeah, they did. They did, they they did very them on smart their own. Well. Yeah, um, but I, I think that's that's a great point. I think what one thing that's really important to call out is the hero feature you started with will often get commoditized right. over time. Right. And so you can't just keep focusing on that hero feature because it worked well once. Yep. And it's sort of like continually like re reinventing what that hero feature is. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to play devil's advocate a bit here. Yeah, let's do it. Right. All right. So because here's the thing. I, I I'm almost, ready to argue. I almost cringe hearing ourselves say this is <laughs> we're basically saying um, you need to come constantly come up with new things um, because, uh, you know, otherwise your, your product will get stale. And we're saying don't just work on like fixing all those small pain points that users have. But you know, there's some products that I have where they keep rolling out new stuff, and I don't care about it because I just want them to make it faster. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I think it depends. I think it's a balance. And I, yeah, and it really like, upset. I'm like, just please, I just, I'm wasting like half an hour a day on this. I'm not talking about Jira, but I'm talking about Jira. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one. It's one of those things where this is sort of the above and the beyond. Yeah. And there are these core product like once once a feature is launched it doesn't mean that it's done and, and you never improve that any uh, and a lot of these sort of make this better make this better uh, make it faster make it less buggy iterate really refine the core principles can be incredibly helpful for growth and for retention of users and I think the the key piece is you you have to do both you can't I, do I one in the absence of the other yeah, yeah. Uh, if you only focused on making it fast at the absence of doing anything else, you'll eventually get to diminishing returns. Uh, or there will be a competitor out there that does something so yeah, new and novel. you kind of expose yourself. Yeah, yeah, to be disrupted by by a different competitor. And similarly, without working on the core right. feature improvement, you also yep. uh, expose right. yourself to someone who does it faster, simpler, 
An- yep. Another another out there, you know, wild ball question to all of you. Great. What fraction of your time and your <laughs> you team's gave- time do you think you should spend on hero features mm. versus these iterative improvements? Mm. You gave it- up on that last one so easily. I know. Nick, that wasn't the argument you had. Well, set I think Tal was right. The problem is you have to Oh, yeah, both. I like that. So, 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 the, so the answer, though, phrase. is like, how do you actually split up your time? Okay. That, that's a good question. I think it depends on the stage you're in. Okay. Tell us more, Tal. Mm. Exceptional think- Tal. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I, I feel like I need to give you all nicknames now, yeah. too. Um, I can only disappoint from here. It's going to be great. Um, so I think, so I think mm. it depends because I don't think time is the right way to to be balancing this. A uh, hero feature isn't necessarily the most technically complex for One Piece, and right. so it might not correlate to time. Improving your speed dramatically might be incredibly technically complex and a high priority because yeah. you're lagging in that space. Uh, and your hero feature might be something that's quite easy, but a unique insight or leveraging yeah. something that you have unique. Um, that said, I think as a PM. Uh, the time that you spend in terms of ideation in the space needs to be more consiously balanced uh, because otherwise it's just way too easy to fall into See, running that, down put, that list Put it of a different items. way. Like, there always point. has to be something in incubation, yes. but it could take a very small sliver of your overall time and resources. Yes. And it, because these things are risky, when it's in that incubation phase, when you're doing that testing early on, you might have to drop an idea and start something new. It might take a long time mm-hmm. before it actually makes it out. Mm-hmm. And it's also possible to have more public uh, failures of these. I mean, ideally, you'd catch the th- uh, it as, as soon as possible if it's not solving a real user need uh, yep. or you know doesn't have I the right so. technologies to actually solve that eff- effectively. Yeah. But Nick, how much time do you spend? I don't really know. Do you know. have an answer? I, was, I want it to I, several the, decimal points. Th- this episode filled me with self-doubt. And I was reflecting. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. no, but it, it is interesting to, to, to ponder because it is an easy trap to fall into, I think. Yeah. So we've spent a fair bit of time talking about sort of email clients. Gmail in particular is an example of um, a product that has a lot of hero features and has sort of reinvented itself uh, over time. And I think there's some other other examples here as well that we spent a little bit of time chatting about. Nick, do you want to walk us through some of those? Uh, I mean, sure. One one thing we talked about was, well, I think the iPhone. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty exceptional product here. Uh, but it's interesting to think about the the set of new features that came out over time. The cycles of those, yeah. Yeah. Like, there, you know, I've never actually had an iPhone. I mean, I believe they added. An <laughs> oh, store okay. So now we're going to be. And then a, a fingerprint sensor. <laughs> He's saying this with such disdain. Yeah. No. I, I mean, beyond the original iPhone. The the app store was very meaningful in terms of uh, a hero feature in the sense that it unlocked all of these other opportunities uh, that the phone could be used for. Nick is making a face. Yeah, I'm just wondering, do they th- do they think of it as that at the time? Like, I mean, tell us more. It was it was like very transformative of what a phone even was. It like it it almost seems like a broader thing than this. Than a hero feature, yeah. as in more of an expansion of market or something yeah, like that. Yeah, an expansion of. Hmm. I mean, this, this, we're getting very philosophical here. Yep. But, uh, but even beyond that, there are maybe more ones that are less, uh, less large, smaller, <laughs> in uh, in terms of the the overall impact, but still arguably are hero features. Things like the fingerprint sensor, something you could turn around and say, "Hey, look! Like, remember you had to type in this long yeah. password or." Uh, something like no. that. Now, now it's simple. I definitely think it's great. And like the example, I think we should keep in mind here is that the, whatever the product people behind the iPhone, they they could have been you know tweaking the UI or making menus faster or making the phone just marginally more thin. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And which they did as well. But, but, but it wasn't the too. only thing yes. that they did. Yeah. yeah. So to, to jump in and give a little bit of, of homework for you all to start practicing and thinking about this a little bit more, um, you're probably familiar with Spotify, right? When they came out, they originally had this great hero feature that you could play any song you wanted. You could ask for a song and play it right there. But over time, a bunch of competitors, mm -hmm. they do the same thing. Ask for a song and you play it. Mm -hmm. um, but Spotify has still improved quite a bit since then and introduced sort of new hero features. So we want you to spend some time thinking through what are the hero features that Spotify introduced to stay relevant after their initial release? Mm. Uh, and how have those changed over time? See if you can come up with at least three. Yeah. I'm thinking in my head here. There might be more. Four. Stromy, Stromy's already got them <laughs> ready to go. Um, so this has been How to Product. You've learned how great products have exceptional hero features. Now go make good things happen.